you a woman searching for purpose and success? A housewife? Maybe a single mother? You're in the right place. Welcome to Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Activate, motivate, inspire. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. I am Ms. Lisa Nobles, your host, and I am so excited and elated to have you joining with me today. Speaking of today, our topic consists of life after transition, and our guest Queen is going to elaborate on exactly what that means, family. Our intentions are to bless you during this segment, so hopefully you will get what you need out of it. So I have a very important guest joining me for this special empowerment segment at the Seven Six Roundtable. This segment is to dedicate is dedicated in sharing the importance of um, life after transition. And if you had a child or or whatever path in your life, how you would continue to fulfill your purpose through that hurt, through that pain, and still make God look good and live the life of abundance and expectancy. So let's give a warm welcome to our guest, Queen Philandra Stovall, who is the author of Even Through the Storm, A Mom's Story of Faith Amid amid the storm so we want to remind you of her first she is a returning guest her first segment on the podcast i would invite you to go and revisit that segment so you can familiarize yourself with her journey because she is um, elated to be here so she is a motivational speaker author and ceo of ziggy's kids which she will explain more in here in a minute so welcome philandris um, Thank you. Heaven Speaks Roundtable. Family, our focus again is life after transition. So welcome, Queen. Is your stage. Thank you, Queen. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about yourself before we jump into your interview. Yes, my name is Philanda Silva, author, singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, yes. um, speaker, um, full-time mother, motivational speaker, uh, makeup artist. <laughs> I do it all. Let's go down. Yes. Yes. And we, we are just elated to be able to speak with her again. So thank you again for coming. So are you ready, family? Then let's talk about it. Life after transition. And we're going to discuss what exactly that means. So Philandris, in our first interview, we spoke about a part two and just so happened, this is our, our second podcast interview. Again, thank you. So first, allow me to say that I am so sorry and uh, and I am um, I can empathize with you for the loss of your son. And again, family, we want to direct you to her first podcast um, interview on the show. Not only that, please, we are referring you to her book and then you can kind of be caught up on where we are right now. So first of uh, all, right. So, right. so I want to begin with explaining to the audience after um, writing such a powerful book, and now since your son's transition, share with the audience what this has meant for you and your family. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I'm getting over flu symptoms. <laughs> um, at this point, um, we are taking everything um, moment by moment. 
mm-hmm. with um, dealing with my son's transition. So overall, that's where we are at because every day is different. Every um, every day is different. Every hour is different. Mm-hmm. Every you know minute, every second. Right. Um, you can't just put a one-time feeling or a thought on it. Every, right. every day is different, and it would be different for the rest of my life, and not only just my life, but my family members' lives as well, because we we all are continuing to grieve, and we'll grieve for the rest right. of our lives until, you know, we meet, meet you know, meet again, so. Right. So briefly, um, Philandris, people who are not familiar with your book, why don't you share a little bit about your first book and that will lead us into the rest of the interview from that perspective. Yeah. Okay. Um, A little about the first book, um, Even Through the Storm, A Mom's Faith Amid Adversity. Um, in, In that particular book, I share about our six-year journey with the cancer treatment, the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, the obstacles um, a cancer family deals with on a daily basis. I shared about the um, different forms of treatment and why you have to go through treatment, um, the different personalities that you will meet in the medical field, not only in the medical field, but outside the medical field. We met some great people. Uh, We also met some um, not so good people. I mean, Mm -hmm. as we know, um, God's people are everywhere. Um, Satan's people are everywhere too. Um, So overall, that's what I share about and how, um, I chose to remain faithful to God throughout our six-year journey, being a single mother. No, I didn't have a man. No, I, I wasn't having flings. No, I right, wasn't, right. you know, I I chose to trust God. Though, yes, yes, there were things that were um, offered um, in marriage, in a marriage, you know, perspective or other you know perspectives okay temptation is going to happen do i have to take the temptation or um do this to be financially fed or do that or whatever the case may be i chose to trust god um wholeheartedly and completely Mm -hmm. um throughout my journey and being a single mother and yes um each time that i did choose to trust god he rewarded me for my faithfulness he rewarded my family and other people around me because for my faithfulness. And um, I believe everything that's connected to me, mm-hmm. you know, we'll prosper. And that's just where I'm at. And that's where I was. And that's still where I'm at. Um, and, you know, the enemy, you know, when the enemy's up to something, you know, sometimes wow. it's okay to <laughs> help the enemy when you know what's going on. But, uh, but God in the end and continuously but God and God is going to continue to reign in my life no matter what um and that that um and he he even think he won because you know my son is no longer here no he did not win my son got to meet Jesus before I do I, I hate right, <laughs> right, right. I think, 
<laughs> that is <laughs> to me that is amazing you know mm-hmm. um we will want to go before our children but when they go before you you know we look at it earthly you know right. mm-hmm. as being human beings we always look at things earthly and um you know because you know especially if you're not there you know spiritually right. and thank god um you look at everything everything as in a negative manner and i i choose to look at everything in a positive positive perspective in light and I I think that is amazing. He got a free ticket to heaven. He don't have to repent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he don't mm-hmm. have to like he left with a smile on his face. Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> he got to see the amazing stuff that we don't, <laughs> so, wow. Wow. That, and that we're waiting to see. So yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> well, and you know something, Philandris, you you shared that sometimes we help the devil out, and I wanted to clarify, I because I know you and I know what you need, that it's okay to help the devil. I know what you mean by that in essence, <laughs> because you, you, but for people listening, you know, I want to clarify in essence, what you, I feel you meant by that is that you, you already know that God goes before you. You already know that the the Bible talks about putting on the full armor of God, which is a scripture that I wanted to share, Ephesians 6, 10 through 19. And I know that you you have a strong and powerful relationship with God. So in essence, you're saying that you are, you you helping the devil out by, hey, let me let you know the Bible tells us to be sober and be vigilant and not to give place to the devil. So I'm just letting you know that I know God is on my side and that I don't have to fight this battle. And I really feel that that's the perspective that you meant by that that comment from that particular way. If you want to add it, right. you can. But right. I know that that's what you meant. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to go out, you know, I want to make sure that the audience understands. Yeah, yeah we, and at times when you know things are happening, like what we spoke right. about mm-hmm. before we got on this call, like when you right. know something's going on and you know people are looking for this or looking for that right. or whatever, whatever. Right. Help them out. Like, because at the end of the day, it's not even about them. It's not what they say. It's not about any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, it's still like, who you gonna, who, who, um, a, a thing that, um, I, I said through my son's treatment process, whose report will you believe in my report that I'm going to believe is Jesus report, the right. God's report, you know, throughout my, throughout my life, throughout whatever I'm going through without, you know, throughout whatever I'm dealing with, I'm sh- I'm still choosing him. I'm still trusting his word, what he has for me about right. my life, who I am. And that's that. I don't, I'm, right. And the rest of it, let God deal with the things they do. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. So, and you made me think of a scripture in, um, that is applicable to what you're saying, Proverbs 25, 22. When it says that, um, well, we'll start at 21. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. And if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. In verse 22, for in doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head and the Lord will reward you. So if I wanted to sum up what she's meaning by that, this scripture would basically, I think that's the premise that she's saying. That she knows mm-hmm. that even though I'm enduring, even though I'm I'm what it appears like helping out or whatever, it's because I have put aside myself and I know that God is gonna reward me 
And because mm. he did, his mind I will repay. So thank you for explaining that a little bit further. So Queen, let's be real. As a mother, how has Ziggy's path affected you personally? And where did you derive the strength to continue with Ziggy's wishes? Because I, I'm amazed. You know, I will stop on your Instagram and say, this, I'm proud of you. I'm praying with you because right. I don't know how you do it. You know, we've had this conversation offline. How you, your strength, I, I just don't, I, I don't know what I would have done. How, how, yeah. how has that affected you? And how have you had that strength to continue with your son's wishes? Um, well, Ziggy, before his passing, Ziggy was into a lot um he, you know, he was connected with the Rice University football team. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we were a lot, you know, dealing with the media, and um, he was sharing different things that he was, you know, into, and um, you know, he he loved going to school. He always talked about going to school, uh, which he did get to go to school mm-hmm. um, for about a year and a half, mm-hmm. um, two years. And he was so big on education and, mm-hmm. you know, being with his friends. And he always loved writing. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, when his um, leading up to the final week, you know, we were talking about different things that, you know, just still, you know, no matter what the doctors were saying and no matter what it was looking like and no matter how I was feeling as a mother in the flesh, you know, I was still declaring and decreeing God's word for his right. physical mm-hmm. hearing and him to be here on earth to, you know, live out his right. story, mm-hmm. you know, and to share his own testimony and, you know, him being the one getting to be the, you know, right. him being mm-hmm. the one to share his talents with the world. Right. And, and so, you know, when God chose to um, have his, you know, complete healing be with him, mm-hmm. um, there were some, there were different things that um, I started to think about mm-hmm. how I wanted, you know, his legacy to continue. Right. And mm-hmm. um, one was, of course, you know, continuing because I started the foundation you know, before he passed, right. mm-hmm. you know, me, him, and Zai, we started that together because um, we used to just say, if I'm driving, he used to, him and Zai used to always want to give, I always keep, kept extra bottles of water in my car. Right. Um, and they always say, oh, you know, here's a homeless person, let's give them a bottle of water or whatever. And right. so that, that was something that we wanted to continue to just, you know, to add on to his you know, to, of continuing his legacy, um, a, um, a part of the foundation. I wanted, you know, right. it to be the foundation and his book to, um, you know, to be a part of his legacy and his legacy being, you know, a legacy of love and right. helping and caring for others, you know, genuinely and not wanting anything in return right. because mm-hmm. it's, it's a, I could go into like a trillion of stories of things that, you know, him, myself, and I could do, but it's not, you know, everything is not for, you know, public 
Life. Don't you? you hear and mm-hmm. um, God said the things that you do, you know, here reward right. you. And, and that's where I look for right. my reward, um, our rewards to come from is from I, Christ. Though we do and we'll have some publicly, but some, um, just like that one I just, I just showed, you know, right. I chose mm-hmm. to share just to give an example, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I want his legacy to be, um, continue on to be a legacy of love and caring and for people to see that he was a very wise, anointed, talented, um, well-mannered and, um, loving child. So, right. yeah. I love that. And and what we're talking about, uh, audience, is um, Ziggy's book that uh, Philandris and her team, as well as her family, he wrote a book or begin the the beginning stages of it, and and they just uh, it became it came to fruition. It was published, and that's what a large part of this segment is about, which we're going to get into a little bit more. But yeah, we. We're talking about that book and how do you continue on after you've lost um, a loved one, in essence? So why was this project important for you as Diggy's and Zai's mom to lead by example and endure even when you were more than likely striving to deal with the loss of your son? You say, how was it important? Yeah. Uh, why was your project so important for you to complete, even though you had so many things going on? You know, you're dealing with your son, the loss of your son. You're trying, you know, tr- I'm sure trying to still be that example or that beacon of hope for your daughter. But yet you right. were still able to um, complete this project. How was that transition for you? Why was it so important for you to do that? Because, because I, I feel that, that people of faith, Um, if you say that, that you trust God, believe in his word and his promises or whatever, I I think that it's a lot of people that say that and they truly not doing it. Um, I, um, if you, if you say that, that, yeah, we, we have passed from the flesh, but we've entered into the presence of God. Okay. Isn't God still living? Right. Mm -hmm. He's just transitioned, right? Right. So mm-hmm. I, I believe that it's important that um, to you know continue to bring that awareness um, that your loved one is not just dead that they're alive right. and they're they're they just transitioned from here into um, another you know into heaven right. where to me that's the best place of all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with I mean, you. And, right, that's that's the best place of all, and to just um, know that we will, you know, be together again, and right. that um, to hopefully, you know, like I said, to keep it, you know, the loved ones' legacy alive, right? Um, because they, I believe that they are still um, looking down. I believe, you know, they can still you know, send messages of love down. I, I've got confirmation, com, uh, I'm sorry, confirmation messages um, since he's been gone. Uh, Zai has as well. You know, there always will be, you know, signals and clues and, and messages. Um, I believe that God allows, because, hey, he talks to us, he even talks through, to us through people. So I believe that's the same 
as far as our loved ones who are with him, um, that they are, you know, alive and well and in a great place. Right. And that their right. legacy, to your point, can keep living through everything that they through their through their words or you know through the things that they leave on this earth <coughs> i agree 100 percent because even in hebrews 4 uh chapter i mean verse 11 i mean 12 it talks about the word of god is alive and is active so even though exactly. even though we're looking for life and and different things when we are feeling some certain way, we can always go to God because feel alive. That's a, a continual resource for food and spiritual food, nurturing our souls and our spirits. And that's what it talks about in Matthew 24. So I can appreciate what you're saying. So what does Diggy's life represent to you as well as your family? And what type of impact has he had on your life and others since his passing? Or, so and that's a lesson, if any. That you required, or that you can see reflecting. I'm sorry. Repeat that one one more time, too. What did Ziggy's life represent to you, and what type of impact did he did has that had on your life and others since his past? Passing has shown me to continue to love people, pray for them, no matter what. It has showed me that though you may sometimes go through the worries, God is still preparing you for his best. Mm -hmm. And keyword, his best. It's all about love. When I say love is the highest key and form of anything, that is so true. It's My eyes have been open to so much. Um, it's so much I, I can't even begin to um, <clears throat> know where to start or know where it would end with talking about it. But it has shown me so much and brought an understanding of, you know, God's word, you know, the, from the beginning of creation and God giving his son and just everything, like you truly understand. I, 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 I tell people this all the time. You truly understand how God felt when he lost Jesus on the cross. Just say, I, I told this at um, a, a family retreat that I went to recently. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. People, um, you know, salvation and, you know, someone who, who doesn't just say believe in Jesus. How can you say, just like I lost my son, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm in my flesh. Think of God being in his flesh. Think of Jesus still being in his flesh, right? right? Don't don't think of like, you know, an outside being. Just think of him being in his flesh. It's, to me, it's like, how can you say that this person is not real? This person didn't do this. This person didn't do that. Right. Or wasn't put here to right. do this or that when you don't know them. Right. You don't know, you know, how dare you say that God didn't lose Jesus on the cross when this man was just, you know, crucified. You get what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How how dare you sit here and say this 
you know, put out all this negative, you know, false energy or whatever. You put all this negativity out there and you see this firsthand. Mm-hmm. How how could you not believe him? How dare you say God being in a human form? How dare you say this? It wasn't this man's son, and this you have the birth certificate, you have everything. You literally know this thing come from this individual. You know, was mm-hmm. was these, these people were family, and you sit here and say they weren't. It's like to me, how dare you? How dare you not believe? How can how can you not believe in Jesus? You get what I'm saying? Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it 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 gives a whole new perspective of you know God's hurt. You know when Jesus was on the cross, and you know the the rain, which um symbolizing you know symbolized him crying a tear falling, and his son was on the cross. Like how dare you say that person? You know how right. I I completely I don't know. It's like after that. Especially if you lost a child, if you don't believe have salvation, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know well, what you no, I mean, to I, open I, a person's eyes up. Right, it, but you know, I heard a commercial the other day, and, and what the lawyer was saying was that you know, if for some for some people, they do certain things, and you're thinking, why did they do that, or why did they take? you know, a dollar and you're spending $5 worth of time to get just a dollar. It has to be because of what, so, you know, whatever, right? So mm-hmm. what, you know, like the lesson that I'm learning from that is, and then, uh, then he concludes with just pray for them, you know, at the end of the, the, the commercial. As the yes. And, you know, I, as I listened to that commercial a few times, but it was until that, it wasn't until that third or fourth time that I really could appreciate, listen to what I'm saying, the message of just pray for them. Because I think a lot of us have the tendency, yes, to want to do our own thing. Kind of like what you're saying, you know, I wish you could have heard the, the last podcast interview that I did, but one of the things that um one of the things that we were talking about is just trusting God and trusting the process. And a lot of times I think we 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 do we put our own spin on things and then we lose our identity is what the author was saying in in in, in, in the other podcast earlier. And and then we start doing things that are not according to God's will. So I definitely can relate to you. Um mm-hmm. so what does this book mean? to you and your family and how is your daughter handling her brother's transition this to me this book means that my son my son continues to live live on he will always continue to live on not in only our hearts but into the hearts of many the many who knew him and the many who want to get to know him and mm-hmm. want to know our journey. Um, even his teachers, you know, past teachers and principal or whatever, um, who wasn't around, you know, during, or, you know, other family members who didn't get to, you know, be around because right, of this right, right, right. or, you know, whatever, you know, other life, um, you know, choices in, you know, roads that we had to take. Um, they get to see, you know, a different side or the extended side and the side that they, you know, kind of missed out on or you know been 
long as to see or didn't get a chance to see because just say, you know, he was in a hospital undergoing treatment and, you know, we, we had to be there, you know, for his treatment. So to me, that's what the world gets to see, like, you know, the create, you know, the creative and, um, side and, you know, the extra, you know, the other side of his, you know, intelligence and, um, not only of him, but of my daughter, right. they get to see, um, their sibling bond that they had, right. which was very strong. And, you know, she gets to, you know, she gets to share about different things that they, you know, got to do and the things that she misses because, you know, his physical presence is not here any longer, but she still gets to have, she still gets to have a presence, just not physical. Right. It, it, it symbolizes his presence is what you're talking exactly. about. So let's kind of take a turn in our interview because I just wanted the, uh, the audience to kind of just go through that journey so that they can relate to the great things that happened, which is the result of the the book, of Ziggy's book, and I, which I am personally so proud of you as well as your team and your family for completing such a project during such a, what would be viewed as a daunting time. But even, I mean, the title of your former book, your first book, Amid Adversity, you endured. And that's what makes this part of the interview even more greater. So what does the name of his book, the name of, the name of Ziggy's book is The Mystery of the Missing Ring, family so we yes. want to encourage everybody to get out there get on amazon or wherever uh books are sold and uh, let's uh create some power behind this book the mystery of the missing ring so what does that book entail what is that what is that about ziggy book is about um a warm um the guy his it's a guy named Warmer in there, a guy mm-hmm, named mm-hmm. Jenna in there. Um and it's another character as well. Um the person um uh, Jenna I was about to say the person. I'ma say Jenna <laughs> or do I need to leave it mystery wise? Okay. You can leave a little <laughs> mystery, but we just want them to know <laughs> what the book is right. about. We don't wanna tell them all the secrets. <laughs> right, right. I'm not gonna share it all, but it's pretty much um I I put it this way, I'm not gonna name the person. Right. Even though I think they heard me. But um one of the characters ended up lo- losing their ring and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um a few of the characters pretty much helped the that one person find their ring. Right. And they go through all types of creative plot plans. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, they even designed and uh, laid out a plan to find the, um, the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they go through different questions and right. Um, the illustrations are, are really nice uh, as well in the book by and um, her second grade teacher's daughter actually helped with the creative aspect, the pictures of it. Right. Of course, you know, because Ziggy um, didn't get a chance to complete his um, drawings. Right. But yeah, they, they, they go from the closet, floor, mattress, clothes, you know, 
behind closed doors. Um, right. They they go outside. They go everywhere searching for the ring. I mean, they literally when I say they come up with a, <laughs> a creative plan, flight, yeah, a creative yes. plan, you know, plan uh-huh. to find that ring. And um, uh, which is the next question? As yeah. You is who were the illustrators? <laughs> And and how, and how and since Ziggy's passing, of course, how how do they feel about that transition? So you can continue just add those two elements to it. Yes, um, the illustrators mm-hmm. were, of course, my one was my daughter okay. by Red, mm-hmm. and the second co-illustrator was Clarky Josie, which mm-hmm. again was my my daughter's teacher um my my yeah my daughter's teacher daughter um who helped you know her you know complete the pictures right so yeah I love and what that. was the question after that it, um, and yeah trying to so how do they feel since this transition I mean especially the 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 uh, outside of your daughter the the co-illustrator how how did how was she dealing with that she was so excited because she yes. was like, "Yay, we doing this for Ziggy!" Like yes. we get to, you know, it was like her her brother was, you know, breathing and living again. Right. So she, mm-hmm. you know, to um, she even mentioned about his legacy. You know, she was like, "We have to, you know, make sure his legacy continues and you know lives on." And you know, he would like that, and you know, she wanted him to get to see it. So right. You know, even from heaven. So I, I think that um, was major. And Clarky, she was excited. You know, her and her mom were excited because um, Ziggy was actually in her class. You know, before Zai. So mm-hmm. you know, for her, you know, teacher and me wanting, you know, her family, especially her daughters, to be a part of the project was, right. you know, honoring for I, her. Like she, yes. mm-hmm. she was very happy and pleased to be a, a part of you know the project because she couldn't she was one it really hurt her heart that you know um that he passed away because she really loves Vicky you know not only as a student but just being right. a person as well right. and you know she always commended him on his work and right. being helpful you know helpful to the other students and you know to her and you know getting his work done and being well mannered so I love that. Was, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I shine some light on the youth because, you know, they are, you know, tomorrow and in the future. So um, right. it, it's so much negativity, right. you know, exactly. it's so much negativity, negative energy and negative, you know, energy being put in places where it don't need to be. Right. And right. Um, just to shine some light on things that matter to me and what matters the most. Um, and that, that that is my kids. and. Right. I do miss their bond. I miss them, you know, playing right. around the house, you know, even being mean to each other. Like, I miss that. <laughs> the right. arguments that you right. coming in here. Mom, not doing this, not doing that. And right. I'm like, okay, Billy, just be nice to her anyway. You know, I always try to teach them, you know, to be good right. for women, you know. And right. um, he did that. Even when he, you know, she makes him blistering hot and he, you know, just, you know, have his little anxiety building up. He just, oh, I want to, you know, probably, you know, take things in his own hands. I, I teach, you know, taught him how to calm down. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, remain calm. And, you know, she's 
younger and you know he understands more even though we're trying to get her to you know understand where he's coming from but (laughs) excuse me just try to you know teach him to you know be considerate of you know be be nice to your sister that's what we say be nice to your sister so yeah, I, I mean, I love that. I love that because a family bond is is something that you don't just go in the store and purchase. That's something that's yeah. been over time. And and to your point, family, I want everyone to recognize that you know, is what uh, Philandris is 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 really expressing is sometimes we take for granted the little things. Is the message that I just kind of got from what she was saying, you know, and that mm-hmm. we need to cherish cherish and nurture those moments even though they are daunting or straining so what is the message of the book for those that you would want them to get who are meeting or being introduced to your story for the first time so what message overall (laughs) even just from sharing the story but mainly of course of the book that that you would want someone to know okay um if you if you've read even through the storm a mom's face amid adversity, mm-hmm. um, you know I ended it kind of persuasive, mm-hmm. <laughs> where I kind of wanted you you know yeah. to know more like what happens next. Right, 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 right. And, and um, which okay, you know he relapsed again, and this is what happened next. He um, but. I mean, even though he, well, actually, you know, he continued to live and um, later on down the line, this is what happened next. But um, right. uh-huh. I want, I just want people to see that um, he's still living. His legacy is still living. He's right. still in our hearts. Um, the things that he do is still living on through us every day. Right. And um, to not think that death is Finally, that death can hold any one, any one of us down. Death right. does not hold us down. Um, period. Right. And that if you want to get to know him, you can get to know him through, you know, several different avenues. Right. Um, that he's left behind, and that you know, Ziggy, he fulfilled his purpose. Right. While he was here. Um so that that's that's what I wanna live, that everybody me, that everybody has a purpose and um that individual continues to live on and um don't think that death is final because uh-huh. even after death something has to live and something continues to live, even that person, even if they're not here in the physical. So that's, that's what awesome. I want people to, you know, think about. <laughs> right. And so what advice, and I and, and I know these some of these questions are, you know, kind of different, but what advice would you want to share to parents who are in a similar situation as yourself and they're affected by a transitioning child or they're at their wit's end, they don't know what to do, you know, maybe their child has transitioned and maybe they did they were writing a book or they were in the middle of a project that wasn't completed. And right now they're just, they don't know what to do because of course they're dealing with their feelings or they don't know the next step. So what advice from that perspective would you like to share with that mom and dad or that, that mom or dad um, 
that is in that same type of situation? Uh, first thing I would tell them to continue to trust God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, trust God, trust the process. Um, because it, it's not going to be easy. It's not easy. Um, allow God to be your, you know, allow God to be your strength in the places that you are weak. Mm-hmm. Seek, seek only um, when it comes to how you should feel and things that you should do. Right. <laughs> with dealing with your, um, excuse me, your, you know, your your child's loss. Let him be your validator. Um, right. Seek only his approval mm-hmm. because there is no right and wrong way. Um, right. Especially for you know grief and recovery. Um, don't let nobody put a time limit on when you should get over it because right. the thing about it is you never get over it. You just continue to get through it. You never get I over like it. That. Mm-hmm. You never get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's what I would want, you know, someone who's dealing with that. And just, just see God's face right. through every day, every second, every minute. Um, right. Speak his face, speak his word. Always put, you know, positive, read positive um, quotes, positive, um, be around positive people who put out positive energy, right. um, who got positive things to say, who's not trying to always turn negative things, I mean, positive things into negative. Like, stay right. away from the people. Like, it's, life right. is so much more than negativity, whatever negative mm-hmm. thought or energy that you're trying to make happen right you know so i love that i, I love yeah. that because i mean i know this is not really this is kind of off of the the show topic but um i think you know, we we kind of discussed that in the previous segment we were talking about uh drama mm-hmm. with the, one of my other interviewees but um i think that that's important that we need to remember that it, you are who you surround yourself with and I think you—that was really bold for you to t- to introduce to the uh, to the audience because I think a lot of times when we're we're putting so much energy into the wrong things, and that's really mm-hmm. kind of the lesson that I'm getting from you from what you just said. Don't put your energy into things that trying to hinder someone else. Just stay your own course and, mm-hmm. and try to derive that positivity. Versus looking at everything, looking from a, trying to stop someone else or, you know, being in a negative state of mind. So I really appreciate you talking about that. Um, Absolutely. So are, yeah. Are there any plans? And this is a, a good one. Are there any plans for a sequel to Ziggy's book? You have to wait. <laughs> no, I, I hate putting, you know, I hate just like even through the storm. Right. Adversity. You know, I I hate speaking on things before. Right. Um, yeah, I um I'm working on a lot. Yeah. And I'm working on a not a, a lot and the things people have probably been, you know, yeah. stupid, you know, trying to see right, or whatever. Right, 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 right. You, know, you still don't see it, you still don't know. Right. You know, you don't know my plan, you don't know God's plan. So oh, right. Um, <laughs> And even if I gave it to you, you, you still, still don't know. know. No, exactly. <laughs> still don't know. It, that's not what I, I like. I say that's not what it is. Right. 
But so, you know, that, um, no, I love that because I wish you were. I, I almost wish you were in on the last segment because really, oh, I should have been there. <laughs> you know that I I do queens of the round table, but I wish that you were in there because some of the stuff that you're saying would have made right. for a very eventful conversation. You know, because it's real. Right. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're what you're saying right. is really real, and I think that a lot of people we we forsake because we're scared of those type of conversations. But there comes oh, point yeah. of, right. You like you're saying that you don't know. You might have something, and that's what we were alluding to in the last segment. You know, um, the staying woman is the name of the segment for anyone that comes in at this time. But um, we were talking about in that segment is that don't lose your identity, for example, and and you're exactly. really reaffirming that conversation because you're saying stay okay. in your own lane. Basically, is what you're saying. Because oh, yeah. even if God, even if you took something from from you or whomever, if it wasn't designed for you, it's not going to come to fruition anyway. Exactly. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the conversation we had in the same woman. So these two segments are going to almost go go hand in hand. All right, sis. This is your, oh, yeah. This is this is your um, platform right now. I wanted you to share your final thoughts in one or two minutes. You shared a lot of tips today. You shared your journey. Thank you. Because I know that, that some of that, reliving some of that wasn't easy. So thank you. And again, I'm so sorry for your loss, but I'm so happy that you your of your strength and your courage and your faith in God. Can you share with the audience why it is important to encourage and support your children to explore and pursue their God-given abilities, such as Zicky's book, The Mystery of the Missing Ring. Can you share why it's important when a parent sees, even at a young age, because we don't have a lot of young authors, when they see that, right. that, 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 um, that purpose in their kid, why is it important that they pursue that? If you see something, I believe that if you see your child, mm -hmm. um, child's purpose or calling if you see it or especially if it's positive right. if you see that your child is into something or want to do something encourage that more because right. you know like i say that that may be their calling it may be their purpose so if you see that positive um focus on that positive encourage that positive more than you know you try to encourage that negative right and that that's that what happens a lot like a lot of kids you know, a lot of parents, they don't have that connection or their relationship with their children that they want. But how can they have that relationship with you if you're steady trying to, you know, play on their, on a negative? You see right. all this positive around them or whatever. And it's either you're trying to just play on one or two little negative things mm -hmm. per se. Um, right. Or uh, just say if they do do positive, oh, you're trying to turn their positive into a negative light. Right. That that's not that's not, you know where is that? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. That's not where I look, I didn't want to say it, but no, yeah, I, want to say, it, I like, want you to be real. You right. know me. <laughs> Just say what you know. Say. I, I, I love this. Don't let me be too I want it. look, I get real real now. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, what I like about that, to be real. That's not what what we need to be doing. Like right. we we should be uplifting and right. you know encouraging and putting it out. But just like you said earlier too, before we got online, wherever there's 
all this positive positivity and you know positive you know positive going on like the negative seems to follow and don't have nothing else to do <laughs> so right. you know they they have to put that somewhere you know they have to put that somewhere and um no i i, I completely agree i mean i think yeah. i think that um i think sometimes and i did some research on this i think in college but and I found out that even we as parents, we will, and not and not always consciously, we will mm-hmm. project our own fears onto exactly. our children. Yes, oh, that's exactly what I think it is. People comment, right? People think people always want to project their own fears on you, like right. always mm-hmm. something in. It doesn't have to be that way. Right. But would you say, sis, that it, and, and I know we're just talking here, we're about to end the segment, but would you say that when we are in that mode, or when some are in that mode where we're projecting our fears onto, is it because we are lacking in our own self? Exactly. It's, all, it's, it's always about self. It's never, it's never really about the person. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you can have, yeah, some, just say some things may happen or somebody probably trying to do this or that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or always got something negative to say about, just say, a person who they don't know, right? Right. Okay, so, oh, she looks like a man. I take this. Right. An actual situation. Oh, she looks like a man. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, is is it actually that she looks like a man or is it actually that you you're a man who likes men or men who like you know whatever the case may be. Whatever the case may be. You get what I'm saying? Like Yes. Yeah. Especially if you keep going on and on and on and on and on with the you know well, with the negative out there. You get what I'm saying? Like it, it, right. it's not after so long, I'm I'm sorry. After zero point four seconds, come on, it, it's not even even about the person anymore. You get what I'm saying? It's not even about, it ain't even yes. about the person. It's about yourself and what you got going on or whatever. Right. You are you are the thief. You are the liar. You are the manipulator. You right. are the this. You are the that. You mm-hmm. you know you're trying to make this person a dad or whatever. This or that. It ain't even about that person no more. It's about you. Right. Did you get, did you did you get permission to snoop? No, you did not. So guess what? I don't have to do anything. God has those consequences for you. Whether it's either to um lock your butt up <laughs> or however he however his he choose to do it. Not me. However right. he choose to handle the situation from on all aspects, God will handle you. I don't have mm-hmm. to do anything. I don't sit here. Sit here. Mm-hmm. And continue doing what I've been doing, being gorgeous. You gotta <laughs> right. to say that since we're gonna have, right. to have a Queens of the Round Table. We we're gonna exactly. have, to have that segment of Queens of the where we just sit and just talk. Because I think that, Oh yeah, that, that was you know what I mean? So everything that doesn't be great. Right, that everything doesn't have to be so structured all the time. I think sometimes right. and, and women, we as women, we need that, sis. Would you agree? We, oh, yeah. we need to just vent. So we need to have we a do. segment that's just, we're going to call it just real talk. You know, I haven't had one of those in a very long time, but I think that, Girl, really, you know, know what I'm there. Yes, we need to have that because we as women oh, yes. 
Sometimes we don't have a voice or a place to be boisterous without judgments. You know what exactly. I mean? And, and that's what's going on. You don't need judge. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I, I love that. And we're going to keep that on the table, sis. And you hold me to that. We're going to have us a, a oh, I am. table. And we're going to invite some sisters. And we're just going to talk. We're going to talk about some real stuff. So, sis, thank you so much for everything that you shared, for sharing your story, especially in reservation. I want to invite the audience to please make sure that you go and pick up her, her original book. And then that way you can kind of really appreciate um, the, the book that she and her team uh, put the mystery of the missing ring of her son. And then you would you can better relate to her story and her journey. And, and you may even find yourself in that a little bit. So please share some mm -hmm. social media sites where people can reach you for more knowledge about um, what you do and how they can partner with you, especially with Ziggy Kids. Ziggy Kids. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Um, you, can me, you can mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You can message me on Ziggy Champion Kids on Facebook. Z, Ziggy Z-I-G-G-Y Champion mm -hmm. C-H-A M P I O N Kiss K I D S. Um, you can um yeah that page is on Facebook. We also have an Instagram for his um nonprofit. You can also reach me through even through the storm. Um, my author page on Facebook. Right. I don't have one on um IG, but it's I have those two on Facebook. Um, you also can reach me through my personal page. Right. Um. My personal pages, which is Flandis Philly Snowball on Facebook, and my IG personal well, my yeah, my IG personal page is one the word one, the number two in the word desire on IG. Awesome! I'm so excited. I'm so happy for you. I'm so and y'all get those books. Oh, get Amazon, those books. I'm so proud of you. Barnes and Noble, right? Wherever books are sold, that you can find them. I'm proud of you, and I am elated to have participated in this show today. I know that somewhere, 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 someone was touched by this wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much to the guest queen of the roundtable, Melandra Stovall, author, CEO of, of Ziggy's Champion Kids and motivational speaker. You can find out more about her at www.iamlisanobles.com slash podcast.html and as a bonus you know what to do go to www.iamlisanobles.com slash resources.html where you can receive free resources for being a part of the seven speaks podcast family you know me i love you i truly do and thank you for being a part of the show and remember family remember my mantra and as i always say you are you are a unique combination of experiences Clothed and purpose, strength, and destiny. Have a great week, and I will see you right here next time on the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast with Ms. Lisa Nobles. Online at IamLisaNobles.com and on Facebook and Instagram at EWOFP. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review. And we'll catch you next time on Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. Activate, motivate, inspire.